Hello and welcome to episode 185. Sounds right. Of No More Time. My name is Oven Velez, and with me is the man most hyped for E3, Mr. Jolio. That is absolutely accurate. I am extremely hyped, Obed. I wish, I wish, maybe one day we will actually be able to attend in person. Yeah, if they actually open it, open it back up. I know. Probably. It's not even. It's not yeah. even an option right now. That's not exactly. But, <laughs> but it will be eventually. I, I yeah. know that they just announced the Game Awards is going to be back in person. Oh, they did. Nice, nice. And they just good for them. Today. Good for them. Uh, I think Game Awards actually is filling a lot of the void that. Uh, that E3 has left with like announcements and stuff. Right. Um, E3 used to be used to it used to be a more significant event. Uh, honestly speaking, uh, we are going to definitely get uh, things of note for sure. Uh, it's going to be real interesting, but it's not uh, not not really what it used to be. But before we jump in, we got a few things before that, sir. As is customary, how are you, man? Doing great. Things are going well. Uh, like you said, super hyped for E3. Been writing down my list of maybe we'll see, and just plain flat out insane. Some things that we've predicted beforehand. That's just gonna like it. I just think it just. It's not that it, it wasn't true. I just think it hasn't happened yet. If that makes sense, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Man. cool, cool, man. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll jump in right away. The only thing I want to share is um, it, it does take a, a, a certain level of skill for you to be able to upgrade Final Fantasy VII to PS5. <laughs> <laughs> um, just as I'm going to do it as a PSA, uh, just if you if you guys are, you know, if you're a PS5 owner and, and are looking to play Final Fantasy VII Remake on a PS5. Of course, the PS Plus version is not eligible. Uh, it has to be either a digital version or this version. This version you can buy for like 20 bucks, 17 bucks used or whatever. It's pretty cheap. That game sold millions of copies, so it's cheap. Um, so basically, here's what you need to do. That game is a two-disc process because that the game has a, an installation disc and a, and a play disc. Um, you have to install it 100%. So you have to install the installation disk. You have to, after that's done, you have to insert the play disk so the license will validate, right? After that's done, you have to go into more options for the game or not, not, sorry, not more options. You have to go to the store from the PS5 and uh, go to Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, download or add the free upgrade to the, uh, to the, you know, add the free upgrade to the game. It downloads an 87 gig patch <laughs> for the game, basically. So, Jeez. but I mean, count, like granted, I'm, I, I, I don't have the storage problem because I have an external for my PS4 games. So the 45 gigs that it takes to install the PS4 version, it's on the external drive. So those 87 gigs are going into the PS5 drive. After you do that, after, after you do the free upgrade, then you have to launch the game after it downloads. 
And when you launch the game, you'll see an option to buy the story expansion. So go in, $20, get the story expansion, you're good to go. Um, it is a process, but it's, I mean, in my opinion, just, I mean, you're getting a $70 game for for free. I mean, I mean $70, but the it's a $50 game if you want to, you know, call it that, because the DLC is $20. Bucks. Um, the $70 version that you can buy for PS5 comes with a DLC, so um, there's that. We'll see. I didn't play it because it was still like installing and um, I had left the uh, my save file. So last night I, up I, I uploaded my save file from the PS4 and it downloaded right away. So that was not really a problem. Like the save file is not a problem at all. Problem was going through the process of getting the free upgrade. At the end of the day, I really don't care. It's a great game. So I'll I'll, I'll replay it for sure. So, um, yeah, there's that. Um, bad batch. Um, we're, we're gonna be, we're gonna be brief. We're not gonna dwell too much into it. Um, uh, but it was another good episode. I liked it. Um, I thought of you watching this episode because the woke sisters came back. We're using, we were, you get, we, so I, I, I don't want to be, you know, I don't, I don't want to inflame anyone. But you know it, that that that's honestly the reason these characters are in. Although, uh, to you know, Defiloni's you know creative prowess, now they they were not as annoying as they were in Clone Wars. Where that's fair. I think I think that what happened in Clone Wars was a combination of Defiloni having these new characters that he wanted to introduce, and pressure from above. Um, about you know they wanted to expand into these characters and i think that was the problem uh but now i, I mean i i was not bothered by it it was fine so uh but the overall this episode was pretty good yeah record man i'm telling you he's gonna flip it's gonna flip anytime now so i'm waiting for that and what uh it, you know overall solid i think it was a little bit um i want to say this was more of a low budget episode because 80% of the characters are the same character model, which is the police droids. Um, but but at the end of the day, you know, um, and, and the same thing goes for the for the sisters because they were both wearing the same clothes. So you don't have to remodel the the, you know, the costume. You just have to change the heads basically on the on the character models. So I can see that. Right. This was more of a budget episode. But uh, that being said, it, it was it was pretty good. Like I think it, it expanded a little bit on the uh, where where the rest of the show is going. Where this basically they're gonna be mercs, uh, you know, until they figure out what's going on. I guess so. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, I loved Omega getting to be more advanced yet again. Every episode, she gains more skills, she gains more knowledge, and you see her growing. Um, it's it's happening very fast before our eyes. Uh, she starts off the episode struggling on how to use that incredible bow. I mean, that was that's pretty pretty intense weapon pretty right good. there. Um, she's struggling to use it, but she's very eager to learn, and she, she doesn't want to stop use, using it, learning how to use it. And you know, obviously, here pulling it on uh, one of the Spice Girls, as I like to call them, because they were they were the ones that were what trafficking <laughs> spice, right? Around yeah, they were. The galaxy. <clears throat> Anyways, um, 
Yeah. So so yeah. See, you know, seeing Omega, you know, little by little, using and then by the end, you know, she's she seems to have a full on grasp on, on how to use this thing. I like I like seeing that, and I think that that's gonna help us help it make more sense when she does become a more. I'm not gonna say more useful because she's definitely has served uh, a yeah. good use. And she helps bring the story along and bring emotion and heart to it. And it's it's a, it's a smart character that grounds the rest of the guys in the group. Um, but I think like her character is going to become more pivotal and more um, centric um, for the rest of the show. And you need to develop the abilities, the, the, the characteristic, the thinking of this kind of character. And so they're doing that all throughout the season so far. I mean, six episodes in and it feels like you, you know – very well um you know what what this character is capable of and you look forward to see you know as they as they uh you know continue to expand throughout the, their story later on the bad batch as a whole um i'm very interested to see is this going to end up reversing back to having like everybody including this guy that already diverted um you know uh, i'm trying i can't remember his name already <laughs> the, the the one that then that already diverted and stayed with the empire because his chip uh activated oh but, uh, yeah uh crosshairs yeah. yeah yeah so but wrecker you know is clearly going to have a moment like you're saying that he's gonna snap because he already slightly did already um we saw him start to say the same lines you know good soldiers follow orders um so that's the, that's what they say when that order 66 chip kicks in so at some point there will be kind of that civil battle between them to some degree. Uh, hopefully it won't be long. Hopefully it will turn for the better, but it's still an interesting perspective of like, Hey, why did some of them be some of that are defective, but you know, still things might be challenging for them because they were originally designed for that purpose. Um, so yeah, I, I look hopeful. I'm hoping that down the road, they actually do bring all members back together for at least an, an episode um, again, not just that's the first episode. And then you see, you know, people switch sides. Uh, who is the spice girls working for Organa? You know, that was my first guess was, you know, Organa. This, he's the only, you know, real resistance leader aside from also um, Mon Mothma. Saw Guerrera. Yeah. Mon Mothma or Saw Guerrera, yeah. which I wouldn't have made sense for Saw Guerrera to be going after a head of a, of an old, you know, not yet. Um, yeah. I don't, droid. he's not that advanced. He's more of a no. guerrilla tactics kind of guy. Yeah. And survivalist, uh, not really correct. like trying to win the war. He's more trying to survive. And yeah. Mon Mothma's more of a, you know, strategic player. And so, let's get back to, to running this, you know, the politics and everything. Yeah. So it would make sense for either Mon Mothma, Senator Ghana, which they technically work together already. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, rumors some people are trying to say that maybe mace windu will be coming into the show later on and there's some other things oh, really that putting together yeah theorius has had some theories on that and and others i've seen it as well so i'm not going to dive divulge into that too much we got a lot more stuff to talk about but i look oh. forward to where the show continues to go i know we've got plenty more episodes which makes me very happy yeah yeah it's uh it, it was enjoyable it was good it's going into a very interesting place um, and you know we had a little bit of a of a bad batch <laughs> back there with like a uh, yeah episode what three was kind of weak, uh, but it's it's picking up it's picking up yeah. it's good uh, you know I I enjoyed it so, so it's pretty good, Joel, I got I got strong feelings about Loki man, oh, okay, 
It was, I, I want to hear it was, this. It was freaking great. <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> I, I didn't know which way it was going to go, man. It was freaking great, man. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. So good. Yeah. It's like I had a freaking smile on my face for the entire episode. It was too. So this is definitely the more cinematic of the MCU stuff so far. Um. I think it's because of the color grading they're using. They're using kind of like a vintage type of color grading and it's it works. And it's well shot, bro. This was this was like this feels like a movie. Oh, like sure. Falcon Real Soldier, right? Felt like a like a movie, like a if certain you put scenes. it together, but it's certain scenes exactly. Um but this one just feels like very cinematic. Um I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it, dude. I really enjoyed it. It was funny, well written. Um, you know, uh, Owen Wilson and and uh, and Hiddleston they have great chemistry. It was good. It was good. I have nothing negative to say. I know that IGN gave it like a seven, and I can see where they're coming from, right? Because a a quarter of the episode was like Loki. Finding out, you know, what happened before, what happened before, what happened after, right? And and him having this, you know, I, I don't want to call it a change of heart just yet, right? Because he does have that in the MCU movies, but uh, but not, this version has not gone through the the trauma and everything else. Um, so so I don't want to call it a change of heart just yet, uh, especially with like again, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Uh, but we're gonna go into spoilers. Especially with their um, the 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 task um, that the uh, uh, this is a TVA right? Yes, uh, I'm very in authority. The, the the their task is basically to intercept Loki himself. Um, it, it uh, yeah man, it was it was really good. I think um, I, I have zero um like quips it's good like i i really enjoyed it through and through um i know that there's a bunch of hidden details and what and i haven't watched anything yet on that uh of course you know that you could probably make an uh, like a half hour video on stuff that's in the drawer because like there's a ton of stuff there dude especially i mean there's like duplicates of the infinity stones and like it's it's nuts and they have like no power and value in that dimension. Paperweights. They're paperweights. It's, People died for those things, and they're used as paperweights in this place. It's incredible. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I yeah, I, I I really I want more. Like I can't wait for next week. That, that's that's I'm really excited. Really really excited. Um, yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I I I liked it a lot myself. I. I've been on record, I think, saying on here. I know, you know, other people I've spoken to, like from the trailer alone, I felt like this is, <laughs> this could be the best one. Like it looked like, it looked very special from the beginning, and it, and it's now showing up from episode one to be to tend to be a very special um, one of the the Marvel television shows, and I think it has yeah. a lot to do with Hiddleston's incredible talents. Um, oh, he's man. a very Shakespearean actor, and mm-hmm. I love that about him. He, 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 you can tell he loves to be Loki 
and and he loves to do it right and, and i love that you know you can see when actors phone things in or cash and checks now this guy is fully <laughs> dedicated to being loki and giving it his best and, and bringing that same character each time and i love that so yeah. it doesn't matter it's tv or a movie or whatever um it's kind of funny because it's like this character is technically dead as we know and they show that which is interesting mm-hmm. um so they're giving him more time for him to get things right in his past in essence before his future still comes because he realizes in this episode that hey i it what, what's going to happen is going to happen i can't change it and i'm not supposed to um but doesn't mean he can still step right now he's he's out of time he's a man out of time um and he has the ability to help put things back in order it's interesting when they make it clear like he recognized that there was two Tony Starks. He said, you could smell the Tony Starks by the cologne, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so he knew, like that, he there knew. Was, that the other guys were, was, was another one. Yep. You know, he just had a gag on his mouth so he couldn't say anything. Yeah. But he knew. Yep. Um, and, you know, so, so and, and then the, the time variance making it clear, no, like, they were supposed to be there. That was actually a part of the plan is them going back in time. Like, yep. I love that. I love that, that explanation because I know – and that was my instant get. I'm like, if they're if they're apprehending him from yeah. from changing events, and he wasn't supposed to get the, the the cosmic cube at that moment, then why why aren't they with these guys? Obviously, we know at the end of the day they saved the day, right? But but like, why would they be mad about them changing things? Well, it's, it was for the better because Thanos was going to destroy the universe. Yeah, like uh, they, they he, like he threw the Avengers under the bus. It's like, yeah. well, they were supposed to do that, and I was like, yeah, well, what? I mean. then why am i here you know that sort of thing so um which makes you think like with steve rogers going back because they go forwards and backwards and then backward he's he's going backwards again so you know to put things back in the right time does he know the time variance yeah yep i feel like he might have cream i have crossed these guys at some point uh, yeah, I think so. Don't be surprised if a Captain Rogers or something of that is talked about in the show. And in fact, one of the few Easter eggs was potentially what could have been Peggy Carter yep. walking through one of the holes. Yeah, and she was wearing one of the. Uh, she was wearing the. Uh, um, uh, the like, like I guess the tag or or the uh, yeah. uh, the inhibitor that they were using. So I don't know. It's interesting. A person very connected to Steve Rogers in time. So yep. I, I'm not really sure where that's going, but it makes me interested yeah not much to say outside of like really cool stuff like i said there's plenty of things we could break down yeah but so, i look forward to the next episode uh they they really need to clip the uh um the the explanation when he's in the in the queue um because that's like multiverse for dummies and they did oh, a great no. job explaining what it, this all means because this is going to be a big part for Spider-Man, a big part for Doctor Strange. So whatever happens here, Joe, is what's going to start Spider-Man. Absolutely. Yeah, and we we I mean, I, at this point, it's Hollywood's worst worst kept secret, right? So, yeah. I mean, they they hint at the Secret Wars has already happened to some degree in this show. I mean, there's a lot of things that they threw out in this that I started seeing. So, yeah, that that clip was really great. That, that was that was really important. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I think it was it was excellent. I think it was excellent. Same. Yeah, I think like 
I really enjoyed WandaVision because of the Easter egg hunt thing they had going on, right? And, you know, oh, is it this thing? Is it that thing? And, and bringing people in and whatnot uh, and the intrigue and and I guess the emotional connection that, you know, the characters have. Uh, and I enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier, you know, for the action, you know, a redemption story and all this stuff that was happening. But But this is the one that really feels like MCU stuff like this is the one that really it, it does feel honestly it feels like this could have happened like like after Ragnarok because it just it feels like that and it's good it's good stuff man I am I'm very impressed um definitely looking again looking for for more because uh, really want to see where it ends because, uh, you know, is it really Loki? I don't, I don't know. It's not Mephisto, they said. Because uh, it's Mephisto confirmed. It's, it's like, there's a cat. Oh, Mephisto confirmed. You know. <laughs> um, also, the set design well, and everything, like, you know, set design, costume design, everything is, like, top-notch, dude. Do you think the stained glass window, do you think that was supposed to be Loki in the window? Or do you think that's someone else? Because that did look like the devil and he makes it clear like, and oh, he, like we're all after him too. I'm like, well, the thing is that the kid, the, the, the kid points at the stained glass, right? right. Um, but what goes through my mind is like, oh, so Goku, uh, go, Goku, <laughs> Loki's, Goku's not gonna go around killing people. Probably <laughs> Goku, you know, Goku Black, maybe, but you don't know. Um, so Loki, uh, is going going around uh, killing the agents, right? But it, my my you know line of thought is like, oh, he's going around with his like the horned helmet, right? And that's why the, the thing is the devil. But he he wasn't wearing the helmet. When he showed up at the end of the episode, right? So, uh, how do you know, right? It was just like I'm not trying to like, you bring back s- the Mephisto thing, but you know, <laughs> but but if if there maybe. was if there was any right, I mean, I could see one division with the whole Mephisto thing because that was like, bro, this like points to Mephisto, right? But like this one is like again more like on the nose stuff, and you know the director said it's like no, it's, it's not Mephisto. Misdirection, I don't know, right? Um, Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it uh, very interesting, very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, and the thing with the bubble gum, like that doesn't seem like something Loki would do. Yeah, like I that's agree. that's a little bit of, like out of place, right? Um, so yeah, man, I just I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I talk about it more, but we gotta go. I know, man. <laughs> we gotta tell stuff. Good. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely, uh, definitely enjoy that. Joel, we are going to do our E3 predictions, but uh, there's three specific games that I uh, that I want to talk about. There was a uh, official reveal of uh, Battlefield 2042 coming out this fall, October 22nd. Uh, current gen and last gen. So this is a cross-gen game uh, with a, a sick-ass trailer. <laughs> that trailer was sick. No single player. I don't know if you heard that. I did. Yep, no single player. So this is a multiplayer-focused game. 
Um, but it just, it looks really cool. It looks really cool, man. What do you think? Oh, man. I mean, it, it's very futuristic. Um, it's exciting. Uh, I'm, I've never been much of a Battlefront, uh, sorry, uh, Battlefield guy. Um, Played 3 a lot on PS3. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this looks really good, though. So I don't know what else to say aside from it looks really good. I don't know that I'll play it because these games don't, don't do it for me. But I can yeah. like I saw this thing trending and I'm like, what is this? Like, is it just because it's another, you know? I'm like, oh no, this is actually this is very different. Yeah, yeah I'm sure looks... we'll see more very soon. We'll yeah, it, full, it, full rundown. Yeah, it look it looked really good. It's you know it looks different. Uh, we know that Call of Duty went to the like the advanced warfare right they, the thing they did. That's sort of what they're doing. But this is this this is more grounded. Like Call of Duty, when like, oh, these guys have like exo suits and and uh, wall running and all this stuff, right? I mean, that's good because you know mechanics, right? But, um, but it just feels like this is like grounded sci-fi. It feels really grounded. Um, like the the things that they showed in the trailer um, seem possible to me, like right now, right? With the exception of the robot dog just falling from the sky and not being damaged. I mean, come on. But, uh, well, I, I, another thing that I found interesting is that there, it looks like they're not going with, like, the, you know, weapon of mad destruction thing. They're going with, like, a, you know, like a weather satellite that you can you create a tornado and it just blows people away. That seems, like, very interesting to me, and that's pretty cool. Um... I like it. It looks good, man. Look, no gameplay though. Like, again, I'm pretty cautious when it comes to like CG trailers. Yep. But but I think I think I'm uh, you know, cautious when it comes to CG, uh, CG trailers. But at the same time, you know, uh, Dice they they have proven that they have the shops to create an amazing game. So, um, so I'm pretty confident on it. So yeah, very good stuff. It's a uh, Looks good. Looks good. For sure. Joe, we finally, finally, finally got a full gameplay reveal. I mean, this was in-engine for sure. Uh, and there, yes. there was gameplay there for Elden Ring, the next game from uh, from Software, coming out uh, January 21st next year. Um, this game should have been out probably by this summer, but, you know, Stuff happened. I don't. I don't know if you noticed, but there's st like stuff happened. Uh, so, all right, Joe. I would have been indifferent to this game any other time, right? Like if I would have seen this trailer last summer, I would have been like, "Eh, it's, it's fine," right? But after playing Bloodborne. And mm. and now with my you know playthrough of Sekiro that I'm doing now, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I know what's up. Like now I know what's yeah. up, uh, especially with this game being an you know an open world game. Um, it it looks really good. Looks really really good. Coming out again for everything, you know. It's you know cross gen PC. Um, 
it, it it looks it looks really really good um you they they basically uh, uh, it looks like they're they're mashing you know mashing some of the mechanics in they're they're putting they're basically putting dark souls and Sekiro together seems to me so so that's cool um well you got horseback combat first time in a from software game so you got that um it's exciting uh also i totally forgotten that george r martin was like involved with this game yes i totally yes. forgot about that because that was a big thing when it was announced it's like oh yeah they're like collaborating on making this game so uh don't watch the trailer what do you think yeah uh i, I thought it was pretty cool also i i, I um <laughs> I thought it was nice that we finally got to get like a really solid look at it. It's I don't usually play these kind of games. I didn't play Bloodborne like how you said you played. Um but like just it's not because of George R. R. Martin, but it's it's it has that look and that feel of something that's more fantasy than it is spooky, if that makes sense. Yes. Um because I think um uh, for for uh, the, I think it's it's all in marketing, right? Because I yeah. think they they marketed uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls, especially the first two, as like a spooky hardcore gaming experience. Uh, right, and they they did the same thing for Bloodborne. Uh, I mean, it's scary because it's hard as heck, and it's it's that's right. that's the scary part. You don't know what's gonna come out of you know the next corner and get you. So that's the thing. Uh, but I think uh, you're totally right. I think I, I think they're marketing this as more of a high fantasy uh, type of game versus right. you know a spooky one. So yeah. yeah, right. Like this makes me think like Shadow of Mordor, Elder Scroll, like not Correct. the same. But I'm just saying it, it it leans more that way than it leans on the spooky side. Yeah. But I mean like. I think that's a good thing. Like it's it's creating a, a new space in, in this, and and it's not trying to recreate the same things that have already been out there. And for that reason, um, so long as it has a you know a good experience, I think it will do very well. Um, I liked I liked the trailer. I liked it. It was it was, it was nice. a solid trailer. Yeah, yeah solid trailer. Uh, they showed they showed quite a bit. Um, you can block. <laughs> that was a big thing in Bloodborne, man. That you couldn't yeah. block; you had to parry, basically. And it was mm. like it's it it takes a, a while to get used to. Uh, versus Sekiro, you can block. I mean, you can't block forever, of course, because that would you know break the game. Um, so it's like, um, you know, what's funny is that the those that Ninja Gaiden collection came out, I think, this week. Um, and and um, I, I saw a video. I think I saw a video somewhere this week about Ninja Gaiden, and it made me think of Sekiro and Ninja Gaiden because both are, you know, ninja games and they're very difficult. Um, you know, Ninja Gaiden is pretty challenging. Both games are, are pretty challenging. So, so I, I sort of like drew a comparison, right? Um, but what broke Ninja Gaiden is that you can block forever. And, and okay. Sek- yeah, and Sekiro, you can't. Like you block and you basically have a block bar. And you know if it you know if you feel that block bar you get stunned basically, so that's a good uh, I guess uh, evolution of the mechanic. So, um, but I yeah man, like I would have been indifferent to this game last summer. It's it's nuts. 
And after playing Bloodborne, after going through Bloodborne and just being like having my mind blown, um, I'm now, I did it. Now it now this thing's on my radar for sure. Yeah. 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 Future PS Plus title, you think? Oh no, this thing's this thing's <laughs> this thing's not. It's a money game. This thing's a money game. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta spend your money on this one. <laughs> um, yeah, will I will I buy it day one? Probably not, but I will I will eventually get to it because it looks it looks interesting. Um, again, art design in these games are top notch, and it shows. Oh, for sure, it shows because this game looks yeah. incredible. So, um, and also the music, like all the music, like music on Bloodborne is unbelievable uh so yeah good stuff good stuff there uh there was uh so when they were showing uh elden ring uh this was part of the uh summer of gaming summer of gaming uh that jeff keely hosts so um i think out of everything that was to me the biggest thing of note um joel did you see the death stranding stuff no no Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the tra- the 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 Death Stranding trailer they showed because Death Stranding's coming out with a director's cut for PS5, and it's basically Norman Reedus stealthing inside a building. He finds a box that says "fragile," and the box has oranges inside, and he tries to go inside the box. It's like Kojima. What? So. Am I, this is probably me. Classic. This is probably me being the gigantic Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid fan, fan that I am, reading between the lines, right? This is probably me just, just like, he's sending us a message. Like, it's like, could you sending us a message? And we have to decrypt the message. Because, uh, you know, he loves to do this crap. Absolutely. So, so this is like Classic. I watched it. And I was like, "This is could you could you was trying to tell us something?" If if <laughs> so, if I'm reading between the lines, could you was trying to tell me that he is the one that's actually working on that supposed Metal Gear Solid remake for Konami? Explain, explain. Because of the trailer, like the trailer is is basically Norman Reedus trying to get into the box. To hide from these guys. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It bas- basically, that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the trailer, he goes in the box, and he just stands up and walks away from the box, right? Like, you can take that as Kojima walking away from Metal Gear, but I take it as, like... He's trying to get back I'm in. I'm trying to get back in. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, yeah, hey, okay. Hey, okay. I don't want to get too excited. Uh, no release date. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no release date, but... Uh, Will you play the director's cut on PS5? If if you can you know if it's a free upgrade or if if you not it's probably not gonna be a free upgrade but if you have like an upgrade fee like twenty bucks and you upgrade the game probably yeah I'll go through okay, it again. within a reasonable price yeah yeah I'll go I'll go I'm, I won't pay seventy bucks for it because I already I I mean I paid seventy for the <laughs> deluxe version that I bought so so I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna pay seventy again you know if they can you know if it's like hey if you have the PS4 version. You can upgrade to director's cut for twenty bucks, like Final Fantasy. I think what Final Fantasy did is genius, um, convoluted but genius. Um, I, I would, I would give it, I'd give it another will. I mean, for you know, if I could play this at four K sixty, yeah, because that game even at, on you know ten eighty p thirty, it's those freaking textures looks inside like 
texture wise that's probably the best game ever because they the texture work on that game is just uh, it's out of this world it's it's crazy um i really enjoyed this game like death stranding i really really enjoyed it so um i would i would give it another try if it's like out of content and more places to go and more things to do sure you know and now that i know how to play it and i won't have like that that barrier of entry those those first 10 hours are rough because you don't know what to do and how to like really properly manage your weight and all this stuff so uh yeah i'll, I'll definitely give it another try because uh you know again if the price is right of course like uh, i'm not gonna pay 70 bucks again for it sorry um but yeah it's uh it it, it uh got announced so um joel the uh uh real quick because there was a i don't have it on my notes here but i will look it up real quick uh far cry 6 got a release date um oh. and because that game was delayed like over a year yep. so october 7th I mean, for that you wanted to jump into ubisoft then with the the e3 stuff since it's probably yeah 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 let's let's do that let's do that um so yep we got we got this right um and yeah, and since Ubisoft is on on the first day on Saturday, we can yeah, that's that's a perfect transition. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that got announced. That got shown. It looks good. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, you know, he can read the phone book, and he'll still manage to make it interesting. Um, the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, all the phone books right now. I don't know if you've seen a mo- phone book recently, Joe, but I felt really no. old when I saw like it was like this thick. And I remember oh, those no. big things that used to come. Oh in. yeah, oh yeah, yeah gigantic. Dude. Now it's like just the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, and it's the it's the yellow pages and old people. Just <laughs> I remember, I remember, dude, kids using the phone book in order to sit at dining room tables. Like literally, it was that big that kids like were so little. They would sit, oh, them sit like on a phone book, like a booster, bro. <laughs> That's how much I remember the book. Like, it was that thick that yeah. they would put children on these things. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. So, it's nuts. Jory, uh, <laughs> is, is Skull and Bones dead, or is that game going to come back? That's that's probably <laughs> the biggest question. One of the biggest question marks, like, yeah. of all this. I feel like if they do not say anything about this project on the stage, their virtual stage, rather. Yep. They don't say anything about this project. It is absolutely sure never going to happen. Yep. That thing is in the can gone. If you say even you don't even have to show anything, just talk and acknowledge the project, <laughs> then that means it's bring it's it's back to life. So but if there's nothing, this thing is for sure dead. You're not waiting. I mean, it's been how many years since they first announced this thing? Oh man, like I mean, that's that's like 2019, 18. Bro, before that, really? It was okay. like okay, let's see. It's Colin Bones video game. The first time we saw it. Um. Let's see. I thought it would be like more 2018-2019, but I guess it's even later. Apparently, I just remember it being, apparently okay. this game is scheduled for April 2022. Ba- you will believe it when you see it, right? 
It, this I is, believe this it when like, I see it, this man. Is the I'm new, sitting down, this is the new mutants. I can actually pop it in. <laughs> this yeah, is the new mutants of, uh, of Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, I got a text message last week from somebody. Oh, hey, no. I finally saw this movie. The biggest waste of time in my life. <laughs> oh, like, no. I, I've been warning you people. Yeah. It makes it makes Dark Phoenix look good. That's crazy. Uh, I'd rather watch Dark Phoenix. 2017 was the reveal. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. even later, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I just remember it being it's very black flag like you know, yeah, like you're basically yeah, doing yeah. the same thing, copy and paste. Why is it taking so long for this to come out? It was weird. Yeah. I and think now that... we've got a whole new generation of consoles. Yep. And you still haven't brought it out. Like I don't I don't get it, man. Yeah, there was someone from Ubisoft last week um that mentioned it in like, oh, we're looking forward for people to have the you know, these new experiences of like skull and bones and this stuff. So yeah. How, what about Beyond Good and Evil? Is that thing super dead? <laughs> oh yeah, that one's gone. <laughs> the the one, the one game that like I have pegged for like a big grand, you know, like push is gonna be Avatar. I think the Avatar game I could see like being pushed with okay. these guys. Like, hey, you know, we're we're still working on this thing, and we've got like mm. I know because I know they were pushing that with the I think with the movies. It's supposed yeah. to come out like an in, in, in tangent in tandem, like like tandem. Excuse me, mm-hmm. together. Um, I, I could see that having a more of an actual marketing push behind it, since like no one ever talks about this game, and that's like a huge franchise. So you know, it's enough to to get get some heads turned. Yeah. Like um, people are gonna care more about an Avatar game than Skull, Skulls and Bones. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, mm, yeah, yeah. I can see that. It's, just, it's sci-fi, so it'll if you do it right, it'll at least pique, uh, you know, people's interest. Um, what yeah. about the? Uh, do you think we'll get a tease of the next Assassin's Creed, or the next? No, until not until no, next year. I, I, no, I don't. I don't think they. I I hope they don't. Okay. I actually don't want to see anything for it yet. Okay. Wait another year. Wait another year? Okay. When it actually is coming out. The, it's like the same year it comes out, that's when you start. You don't need to tease it. Got it. Everyone knows it's coming. It's, it's yeah, been exactly. This for how many years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, they, they're, they're always development for AC. Right. Um, do you see we'll see anything about the Star Wars game? Like, even if it's like a concept trailer. Yes. Yes. You think so? That's one of their biggest one of their biggest franchises and all the speculation around well they keep Star Wars and we obviously know what they are cuz they've got things in development. Yeah. Yeah, Star Wars has got to be up there. Yeah. They got to come out with some some heavy hitters while there's no other there's not a Sony or something to pull tension away from them at the show this weekend. Do, yeah. Do you think weekend, yeah. do you think they're going to apply the AC formula to Star Wars? Like you're a bounty hunter or you're like a, you know a smuggler and i you... love assassin's creed and i know a lot of people that bothers them like this the similar patterns yeah um, but it's it's like a love or hate relationship yeah i don't know that i want them to do this for star wars okay all right i don't know that, I want that's that for star that, that's wars, fair man. that's fair you know but uh, do i but do i could i see them doing it like they're <laughs> this is ubisoft man this is what they, they do the tech, so yeah they have the tech. Yeah. They just need to basically Between flip the a switch. Between watchdogs and and all, like it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. I mean, yeah, you know how exactly. much I love like, their stuff. Like like watchdogs, because so. basically watchdogs is you know AC AC same in thing. the city in the modern city. Yeah. Yep. Um. Almost. I mean, 
Um, they they did try to do some really cool stuff for that last one for Legion. Um, so, yes, you know they like on super cheap right now on sale. Oh yeah, that Nobody game. Nobody wants that game. I know, but it's supposed to be good though. That's the weird thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing. It's, it's supposed to be time. good. I think people got burned out. Um, like that. That's why I appreciate. You know, I can play a, a, a an open world game like Spider Man. Right, Spider Man is fantastic. Uh, it's a huge. You know, open city, open world. Uh, but you, you get burned out. Like, you know, playing Sekiro now, it's like, oh, this is a good change of pace, a little bit more linear. So, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, but I feel like it was always in the shadow of Cyberpunk. And obviously, we see how Cyberpunk oh, did. I don't yeah. think people want that kind of thing right now, if you the, know what I mean. Bro, it's a bad thing, taste in their mouth. I think it's a huge dud, bro. Like, I don't even hear about it anymore. Like people no don't one even wants talk about to. it. It's, it's like a people, disgrace. People don't even talk about it anymore. That and that was supposed to be the game that was like, oh, the next GTA. You have Keanu Reeves and oh, bro. How many, Elon how you Musk in this up? game. How can you like... mess that up? <laughs> how can you mess that up, dude? It's insane. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say anything for Gearbox. They're probably just gonna show a trailer for the uh, Borderlands movie and maybe some DLC for Borderlands Three. But, I mean, I, I don't have much to say about Gearbox. I don't know if you yeah. do. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. Yep. Uh, Sunday, that's the... That's big. Sunday's big. Yep. Do you want to do Xbox, Xbox first? Xbox and Bethesda. Okay. Halo delayed till next year. It's my prediction. <laughs> Again, we're, like I predicted it last week. I'm standing by it. I'm standing by it. It's okay. Halo. Halo's gonna be. It's gonna be spring. It's gonna be spring 2022. It's gonna be like February March next year. Um. They're they they're gonna talk about uh, Game Pass. Um. It it would not shock me, Joel, that they announce X Cloud on the Switch. Oh, that would be so cool. Like, like, I oh, would that not... would be especially with the the big switch news as that's gonna be yep. coming out right now. Yep. Um, that would be like, like to me, that would be that would that would be a showstopper, right? Um, yeah. And I think, and I think they're going to do something with the switch, like a partnership, and you know, they're going to have like, they're not gonna have Game Pass, right? Because you can't can't run those games on the switch. But X Cloud, it's something that they could put on the switch. I can I can see this being announced, uh, you know, on Sunday. Um, again, I'm like Bethesda games to me are like you know what Dark Souls was before me playing Bloodborne. <laughs> I I really I really don't care. I mean, I think the most appealing game they have is probably Doom, and I I haven't even played any other you know the one the two that came out, uh, in. They're they're appealing to me because they're they look like fun, right? They look like a lot of fun. But other than that, I mean, they're not gonna show the next Elder Scrolls. If they tease it, it's probably still like three years away. Um, I don't care about Starfield. Um, honestly, man, when when Bethesda used to be like the the king of the open world stuff, like oh my goodness, look at all this stuff, and here comes Nintendo and releases Breath of the Wild. I like, 
you know, a game that runs, right? I mean, granted, you don't have, like, all the dialogue and all the branching stuff and all the, right? But when it comes to the world itself, it's like, okay. Like, I've never been intrigued by Fallout. Uh, Elder Scrolls is, is, is too high fantasy for me. Um, I, I just don't see them coming out with anything that would shock me. Now, um, that Ghostwire Tokyo game, um, that Shinji Mikami's team is, is doing, that's, that's a Bethesda game. That's supposed to be a PS5 exclusive. We'll probably see that. That's why I said we'll see PS5 games during this conference. Cause, cause we'll probably see that game. Yeah. Cross. Yeah. Cross platform. Yep. yep. Um, I will see Senua uh, or, you know, the, the new, the new Senua game, um, the, you know, Hellblade. We'll probably see gameplay of that because we only got the cinematic trailer. Um, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see an actual probably like gameplay trailer for that one. Um, in all honesty, dude, I, I really don't know like Microsoft like I think the biggest thing is that they're going to like 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 honestly xCloud is going to be on the Switch and again it wouldn't shock me that they announce you know Game Pass on on PlayStation like they're going to branch out and do their thing and like if you have Game Pass on PlayStation, there's no reason to buy an Xbox because oh, you get boy, the, that's a problem. You get the Xbox games. That's not good. <laughs> that's it. It's done. Done deal. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let that happen. If they let that happen, bro, it's game over. Well, they're gonna they have. Throw, they've thrown the towel. I don't know. They can still. They can still do, uh, you know, Game Pass. But like, like PC and Xbox, I think there's there's more games on Xbox that are on PC. The amount of revenue so, though that gets cut if that happens. Mm, that's a they don't make any money issue. with selling consoles though. They don't they don't care. Yeah. But now you've really de- oh. Like those things wouldn't shock me, dude. Like they come out the- and it's like X Cloud and Switch. Because they said that the X Cloud is coming to iOS. <clears throat> so here's the thing. They're they're cloud their cloud gaming approach is extremely ambitious and I give them a lot of credit, but because of their handling of consoles and the, I mean, we're looking at the series X and the series S like the series S supposed to be, they're all digital easygoing kind of thing. And it does not look like adoption for it is, 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 is going to be huge. Where like you look at PlayStation right now, and the the digital edition of the PS5 sells just as well, if not better, than the disc version. Um, I don't see the same thing happening with the Series X and the Series S. And like they're if they keep pushing the ability, and, and you see it with the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you know, you can play on your tablet, you can play on your phone, you can do all the stuff, which is you know maybe their way of trying to compete with like the switch and 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 provide this this hybrid approach that could be a way of them getting their brand in multiple places and and always in front of people like okay i kind of get that and i see that there's there's a a part of that people people still think that mobile games is the future which i don't understand um but it's not the same thing i used to i used used to think I i used to think that when the vita was announced sure i i was like it's it's done like 
mobile gaming is the future. And then the Vita came out. I was like, we'll see. Six months <laughs> later, I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, I, I don't. It's like the people say VR is the future of gaming. No, no. Right? no. Like, I don't. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is, it's a future advancement of gaming. Correct. Yeah. But it is not the future of gaming as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just another another aspect of it. That's yeah, all another totally conversation. Agree. But. Yeah. But looking at like whatever they're whatever they're gonna do, I think that they're gonna try and set themselves up to sell more consoles. Like I think that they're gonna take a huge approach on like not necessarily selling games as much as they are gonna be to sell their consoles. And I expect whatever news to come out will be a surprise mostly to you and I if it's if there's anything significant. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Halo news is gonna be the one that I, I I'll be waiting on because. You made a great bold pr- prediction that last episode. You re double down on it again this episode. We'll see, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat crow, but it's probably. Hey, no, I go hey, for it, man. You know be bold. What? Yeah, yeah. Be bold. Halo's gonna get delayed. This way, I see it. Uh, we'll probably see Forza because we haven't seen Forza next gen yet. So we'll probably see a Forza. <laughs> um, a Forza. We'll see. We'll probably see Fable. Because they they said that the fable's coming, we'll probably see even if it's like a small like a new trailer or like a glimpse of what's going on. Like they need to show stuff. Like I, I know people are like, oh my god, it's like Ratchet and Clank is like the second game, like the like the third game that's actually like a PS5 exclusive. It's like okay, name one of the ones from Xbox. They haven't released the game yet. So yeah, bro, come on. Yeah. So um. I, I can see, again, I think the sh- big showstopper for Microsoft is going to be the branching out and and they're them touching other platforms. That's That, to me, was going to be the big thing. Oh, and Halo getting delayed again. So. Uh, <laughs> triple down on it. Uh, I triple down on it. Uh, Square Enix. Um, I am very excited about Final Square Enix. Fantasy. Yep. So here's the thing. We got Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm really excited for. You know, the uh, the battle designer for uh, DMC Five is doing the battle. Uh, the you know is going back to like a fantasy thing. Um, looking forward to it. Absolutely looking forward to it. Was very interesting. Now, Joel, again, me having played Bloodborne <laughs> goes back changes to Bloodborne. things, bro. Bloodborne bro, it changed perfect. Yeah, it really changed my perspective. I don't, we didn't talk about it, but a few weeks ago, it was announced that uh, Team Ninja, the guys that did, uh, you know, the the did the Ninja Gaiden games and did Neo after that, the Neo games, uh, Neo being heavily inspired by, you know, Dark Souls and all these other games from from software. Um, speculation is that what they're working on is a is an action game, you know, Dark Souls type of game based on Final Fantasy 1. Like, they're going back to the beginning. Okay. <clears throat> Bro, if this is true, this is like... Warrior of Light, like, bring back the most underrated character, the, he- the hero that saved the multiverse. Come on. Yeah, they gotta... They gotta if they do that, bro, like I would lose my mind. Like, yeah, um, that's the big thing, right? That and sixteen to me. Um, 
I, I think, and I, I think we'll, we'll see them again. You know, see 16 again, see the new game uh, come out. So, uh, you know, or get announced at least. Uh, I don't think we'll see Tomb Raider yet. Um, I, I think we'll see Square Enix announce like a partnership with PlayStation and, you know, like a long-term type of partnership. I think that's, uh, it, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, we'll probably see Forspoken again. Uh, they are working on a lot of stuff. So, um, will, will we see something show-stopping like, you know, like, like Kingdom, uh, like a new Kingdom Hearts? Probably not. They're, but they're going to have some very, very exciting stuff. That's my prediction. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else. I mean, they'll play it safe. I Like, had they not done the whole DLC thing they did with Avengers, I would have said mm. this is a great place. Like, this would be one of those, let's just throw yeah. something and see if it sticks. This would have been a good place for them to announce it's a free-to-play game. Um, oh, yeah, like, This man. would have been the, play, the timing to do it and just to just see what happens and maybe they make extra money off it. But... With the whole DLC thing happening, I think that's not going to happen now because um, yeah. they're just they're trying to make money off it. But I don't know, man. Like this is this will be one of those probably very safe. I don't expect anything big. Uh, oh, the Final Fantasy Part Two kind of stuff remake Part Two stuff will be interesting to see. Where they I, go. I don't think we'll see that this year because uh, really? they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're gonna do like, hey, we just released the expansion for PS Five and. And six months is coming out for PS4, so they'll probably do that. Um, okay. But I don't think I don't think we'll see part two until like you know I you know at the earliest Game Awards next year, like 2022. Honestly speaking, Fair. yeah. Honestly speaking, we probably won't see them uh, for a while. Warner Brothers. Um, <laughs> here's my big prediction. We're gonna see a Marvel fighting game by the Mortal Kombat guys. Well, they, that, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a, a, you know, Marvel versus DC like like a lot of people are saying because you know they have the licensing, but I think it will be a Marvel, uh, like a full roster Marvel fighting game. Uh, that they'll show. They've already done their Injustice thing. Yep. The, you know their Mortal Kombat stuff. Why not see them do a Marvel one now? <clears throat> do a reverse Injustice where Captain America goes evil. It's like, or Spider Man goes evil. <laughs> Dude, I'm so hyped for that Injustice animated movie. Yeah, another conversation for another time. But yeah, exactly. Injustice, it's a great storyline. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my big prediction for for WB. Um, we'll probably see some more of uh, Gotham Knights, and and we'll and we'll get the reveal, the gameplay reveal for uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, you know. Other than that, um, man, it, it, it's kind of hard to think what, you know, what else could Warner Brothers be working on because they've delayed everything. Like they delayed <laughs> Gotham. They, they delayed uh, Suicide Squad. That seems to me that that game went back to the drawing board at some point. Um, they delayed that Harry Potter, like open world thing they were doing. So they delayed that to next year. Like everything got delayed. So I really don't see them coming out really, really strong. Uh, but uh, you know, I can see I can see them coming out with the Marvel stuff. And and knowing Netherrealm, that game's probably coming out like 
in October. So, you know, uh, you know, or maybe like summer next year, more than likely, um, you know, things are getting delayed. So let's, let's cut them some slack. So, um, but that, that to me, that's the biggest thing. I don't, I don't know if you have anything else to add on that one. Nah, nah, I'm good. Cool. Uh, PC gaming shows, skip that. No, not, you know, nothing of note ever happens in that show. So it's fine. Uh, Monday, June 14th, what's going on? Capcom. Uh, they're probably going to show... They're not going to talk about Street Fighter V. Um, they're going to show the, the RE4 remake. <clears throat> Just to keep people excited about Resident Evil. You know, they've had a pretty big hit with 8. Um, it just keeps people talking. And I think they'll show something about the, that Resident Evil 4 remake. Uh, even if it's like a, you know, like a like a pre-alpha thing. They'll they probably show something. Um, they, they probably show more Monster Hunter stuff, like for the Switch. Yep. That, game's, that game's been big on the Switch. Uh, it's coming on PC. I don't know if it came out already, but it's coming on PC. Um, I can... I have a bold prediction for Capcom for, for two things. Do it. They're bringing back Mega Man. Like the, like something Mega Man related is coming out. Um, and and they will hint at what their future plans are for some of their fl- franchises. Uh, I don't think they'll show anything about Street Fighter Six, but it's uh, you know it's it's well known that they they're already working on it. Um, you know, Street Fighter Five. This is like their last. Uh, you know, support not not necessarily support, but content and uh, at the end of this year. So that game's been going on for five years with content every year. That's amazing, and you know the game right now is better than ever. Uh, but I don't I don't think we'll we'll see any Street Fighter Six related stuff up until like maybe Evo next year. That's probably when we'll see uh, six stuff. Um, but yeah, I think the big, the big thing with Capcom, uh, I think they're bringing back Mega Man. Um, they're going to have some crazy thing. Like they're going to either bring back Mega Man X with like platinum games or do something ridiculous, but it's going to be something that, that fans are going to be excited about. So, uh, that's my, that's my prediction for, for Capcom. Yeah. I don't really have much to add to that, to be honest. I don't think the, I, I think they've even didn't they say something like ahead of it like don't expect anything new next week or something like that. Yeah, don't expect I heard, anything I heard crazy. something about that. Yeah, they did put yeah. some something out there. Yeah, um, take two. Honestly, we'll probably see more two K stuff. It's like oh yeah, there's some new two K tech that we're gonna show. Perfect timing before the new season. Yep. Um, will they show new GTA, Joe? Because they they're making so much money with five, it's not even worth for them to make another GTA. Honestly, like, I know. Uh... Like the creatives for GTA are no longer there. Those guys left. Company. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I it's it's hard to say. Like if they want to shock the world, right? They show GTA. A GTA um, spinoff. Game. See, I don't know. I, the the thing the thing with me and GTA is like like I've never again. 
I've never been. I mean, I played GTA GTA three, but I just I think the theming uh, never clicked with me. And and I think that GTA, it's I don't know. It's just like I don't think it it resonates uh, as much as it did as it did when when five came out. Like when when five came out. We were all hung because like four had come out like way way back. Um, that five came out for everything, and then it came out again, and then it came out again. So, you know, they they may just you know run with it. Um, I don't I don't I don't see them putting out a new GTA. At, you know, at least until like twenty twenty three. I don't even know if the community would want that right now. They're, they are so in love with GTA five. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I, yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I'd be curious. Yeah. Unless they do like a full like change, right? Like bring it back mm. to like Miami and the eighties. Like if they go yeah. full vice city on it, that would, that would bring people back in. So I can, I can see that happening too. So that's a possibility. Um, Let's see. In television, they're showing that new console by uh, um, this dude bought the name. Uh, ah, the composer. The rapper. The composer. No. Yeah, the uh, um, did the uh, the Terminator soundtrack for Sega CD and Earthworm Earthworm Jim and oh, uh, Talrico, Tommy Talrico. Yeah. So Tommy Talrico bought in television basically the name, and he's like releasing the console and has like. The controllers have wireless charging and everything. It's like it's nuts. It's you know looks interesting, but I don't, I don't know if I don't know if that's you know gonna be uh, a big deal. But uh, going back on uh, on Tuesday the fifteenth, that is the uh, last day for shows. Of course, the yep, event will conclusion. Yep, the event will come. Will will keep going until the end of the week. But uh, the last shows will be on Tuesday. Nintendo they. Uh, come on like they have like it hasn't happened today like it may happen tomorrow they gotta show this freaking switch pro at some point you gotta go like take it right would they do it the day before i feel like they would mm. i can see them doing it tomorrow man like before the weekend yeah 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 like overnight tonight like nine o'clock, like nine a.m., like nine a.m. Japan time, which is like sure, like like one a.m. over here. Like I can see that. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that I can now. see that too. Yep, because that's that's the community that's gonna be like the early adopters. Yeah, of, of the fandom. Um, they have to show Zelda. Like they have to show Zelda. Like, they've been going. Like we haven't seen anything for two years. We have to see the sequel to Breath of the Wild. We have to. Like they have to show something. Um, will they show the next Mario, the next big Mario game, Joe, or not yet? Absolutely, absolutely. You think so? Yep, I think this is it. Okay. Yep, we'll see. We'll see the next big Mario adventure, um, and it will. Well, you'll have you'll have a series of very big announcements. You're gonna have, like you're saying, your Breath of the Wild, a really awesome Mario game, and of course, a full unveiling of the. Switch Pro. We'll see a new Mario Kart. There's been rumors about Mario Kart 9 for uh, a few weeks now. That's another game that really sells so well. Like they, it I feel does, like there's dude. still 
I mean, I feel like every Black Friday I see that bundle. Like it's, it's the best-selling same. Nintendo game ever, and, I, and yeah. I love it. I mean, that's the bundle I got. You know, was yeah. the one that came with, you know, the Mario Kart. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they did another one. It'd be awesome, but yep. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of copies of that game out there. Yeah, will we see Metroid? We have. I know that that restarted development a couple of years ago. Will we see anything Metroid related? I'm not sure, man. That's it's got the coin flip. Hmm. I think I think we'll probably see something. Even if it's another teaser, another like five second <laughs> five like even if it's like a title screen, they'll they'll have to show something. It's been it's We're been too long. On the next Metroid game. Yeah, it's been too long. Stay tuned for updates. <laughs> Bayonetta three. Bayonetta three is supposed to be again Switch exclusive. We haven't seen anything in three, four years almost, like three years since the Switch yeah. came out. Because it was announced like a couple, of, a, a few months after the Switch came out. Um, and we haven't seen anything. Um, that may be around there. Um, will we see Persona 5 Royal on the Switch, Joel? Because I've seen, like, there's been rumors about that. I didn't know that. There's rumors that that's going to come to Switch? Yep. There's rumors that Royal's coming out on the Switch. So... Um, they were Bro, saying that's a, that's a great pairing. Yeah, dude. Cause that's because it's it's those games are kind of you know, it's chill, like to play it on the go. Like you're on your couch, just sitting and yeah. Because that's I how I the play. Nintendo could the Nintendo community would be very much Bro, like yeah. it would sell well. That's how I played Persona Four. Basically, it was on on the Vita, and it was like very enjoyable. The game is just like. Because it's so long, like every day you you grab it, you do a little, you know, half hour, and you move on, right? Yeah. You can do that with the Switch. I, that that would be perfect pairing, honestly. Um, if they yeah. if they could do it, uh, I don't I don't see why not. Um, we'll see Splatoon three because that got announced uh, at the end of <laughs> last year, right? Yeah, probably. We'll probably yeah, see some I'll of probably that. Probably see that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what about a 30th anniversary uh, Zelda compilation? Or 35th anniversary, I should say. We'll have a compilation and then they'll have a sale or something. So this, because this year, because <laughs> this year's the 35th anniversary of Zelda, right? It is. And they have not it announced is. anything. That is why Breath of the Wild 2 is going to have to come. Well, the thing is that, you know, uh, uh, Skyward Sword comes out next month, but we haven't had mm-hmm. like you know, a compilation that we had for Mario last year for, uh, right. you know, the 3D, 3D All-Stars. So, I think I think we'll see some sort of, like, Zelda thing. It's probably going to be uh, Ocarina of Time. Maybe they'll take, like, the Ocarina of Time for, uh, for, from the uh, 3DS and upscale it. Um, maybe they'll just do, like, a raw one, like what they did with Mario 64, and it's weird. It's weird. Maybe they'll do something like that, but, um, you know, maybe I'll do, they'll do like, um, they'll do like, uh, Ocarina of Time, uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess as a bundle coming out later this year, uh, versus yeah. this game that got, you know, fully ported to like an HD version, uh, uh, uh Skyward Sword will get, you know, a full price, uh, release. So... Uh, I could see, I could see that happening. Um, 
that's that's probably gonna be one of my predictions, like big predictions for Nintendo will be that Zelda bundle. Um Yeah, and then then they'll show, you know, the Breath of the Wild sequel. Because, you know, we're all salivating for that game. Like will the, they start with it? Will they end with it? I don't know. But oh, they gotta end. The they one. gotta end with it. They gotta end with it. They 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 have to, like, yeah. It's a big one. It's a big one. Um, yeah, again, I can see them coming out with a new new Mario, but it's probably not gonna be until like next year, like later next year. It's gonna be like a, you know, it's like oh, this is what we're working on with Mario, and they show like a you know Mario Odyssey two or whatever it's gonna be called, um, mm. and it's coming out like next summer or next fall. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for Nintendo. I don't, and again, Xbox stuff, like the the X Cloud stuff. It's gonna be uh, I. The marriage between the two. That's one of my big predictions is that that thing's gonna be on Nintendo. Like be awesome. Like the like the PlayStation. It's a bit more far fetched, right? But yeah. But I think I see I see it being on Nintendo. Uh, and then uh, Bandai Namco. Uh, I, I really don't know how I feel about Bandai Namco right now um, because they have Elden Ring coming out. They're publishing that. Um, maybe a new Dragon Ball Fighters, but we still have, uh, I think, one more DLC character coming out. So I don't think, like, unless they're done with content for that game, they're probably not going to show a sequel. But it's about time. I love that game. That game was really good. Uh, I should play it again, honestly. That game's really good. Um <laughs> So will uh, uh, will they show that? I, I'm not sure. I don't think they're ready to un, to do like a new Tekken yet, and they're done with content for Tekken uh, for Tekken Seven. So, but I don't, I just don't think they're ready. Uh, they'll 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 show a bunch of anime stuff, like they'll probably yeah. show like a my like a My Hero Academia fighting game, like like Dragon Ball Fighter style. That's probably like honestly, that's that's a prediction of mine. You'll see a My Hero Academia uh, game in the in the style of of Dragon Ball Fighters, with like the, the you know the graphic style, the Arxis stuff, and everything. So um, that's that's my big prediction for that one because uh, you know that's a it's a franchise that's selling. It's very very popular. Uh, you know, games sold well on Switch. The ones that came out so. So I can definitely see that happening. Um, other than that, I really don't know what else they they're, they're working on. It's it's interesting. They're they're in a very good position though. Like they're a, they're a premier publisher. Yeah, Elden Ring's gonna be their big champion. Like you know, we see them already promoting that early, so that's gonna be that their big. Hey, check it out. Um, Scarlet Nexus they've got coming up. Um, very soon, good. so maybe yeah. they'll show more with that too. Um, a, a Pac yeah, like Man. you said, they've got they've got properties: Pac Man, Dragon Ball Z. Well, the thing with Pac Man, uh, Soul is Calibur, that, like they've got stuff. Yeah, Pac Man next year is the uh, for uh, the fortieth uh, anniversary of Pac Man. You save it, so they probably talk about it, and there's like, oh, but next year we'll have our Pac Man celebration. You know, for yeah, so right. probably they will probably say that. Um, yeah, I don't. Th- I think Soul Calibur uh, is done with content, so yeah, so that should be that should be fine. Um, they may come out. Tekken, out. Dragon yeah. Ball Z. Yeah, te- yeah. Again, those games like like Tekken's probably not gonna happen yet. It's too early. Um, yeah, 
Dragon Ball is probably not going to happen just yet. We may see something, like they may tease it, right? But um, but I don't, I don't think they're ready to show anything on that uh, on that front. Um, it's it's hard to read them right now because they're they're very well placed. It's um, you know they they're in a they're in a place right now that they can sit back and keep selling their older stuff and make money until they have something big to come back and and show, uh, which they did with Elden Ring. So, you know, uh, but they they I think out of all the publishers right now, all the Japanese publishers, um, I think Bandai Namco is probably um, the one that's that's better poised right now honestly speaking they're they're in a very good place like they they're yeah they're solid um i mean i could say the same thing for sega i think sega has come a long way like sega is really making some really really good moves with the streets of rage 4 and oh, virtual yeah. fighters back and you know streets of rage 4 is getting dlc and i, I think sega is they they're back like they're back legit um it's just that their their impact is not as palpable because they don't have a console um uh, and i don't think that ever is going to happen but i mean they may show up you know during this week and say it's like hey here's a dreamcast mini uh, and i will pre-order it because yeah that's you know don't play around when it comes to sega um although i never i never bought that genesis like mini because i had the genesis collection for ps3 and it has most of those games in it, so that's why I skipped it. Uh, I'm a content guy, not a you know, more. It's like if I have the content <laughs> and it comes out again, I'm probably not gonna buy it, right? But um, I, it would be cool to to grab one of those minis, of course. Um, other than that, I think that's that's pretty good. We're in a very uh, peculiar situation this year when it comes to. E3 in games. Um, Sony's not there. Whatever they're doing is happening later. But um, like, yeah. Do they need to do this? Like, they don't. They don't need not to really. do. Like you meant. You mentioned it already beforehand. Like, they don't. Like us. Like aside from Ratchet and Clank, they don't have anything major to show right now. So it's like they don't have much to show. Probably they don't yeah. need to show much. Well, that game's Save getting their money. Wait till later in the year when they have their own event. Yeah. So the reviews for Ratchet and Clank, though? No. No? Is it bad? No, that game came out already, dude. No, I, I know, but I, I didn't Bro, see the it's like, for it. Bro, it's like nines and fives everywhere. It's like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's saying it's like, this is like game of the year stuff. Like, as of now, like, like some, like some, I, I saw some people on Twitter say it's like, like, so far, this is my game of the year. Like wow. it's been very, very positive. Might like, have to pick that one up for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought about it because it looks it looks it looks really really oh, yeah. good. It looks really good, and you know reception has been uh, very 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 positive. Um, the 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 dev team came out this week and said that they had zero crunch for that game. Like they did it at their own pace and. You know, it it's been like good news all around when it comes to that game, man. Wow. Very positive. So please be excited <laughs> for God of War and Gran Turismo next year. <laughs> and 
and hopefully we'll get a, a, a you know a, a, a release date for Horizon some sometime next week. We'll see. Maybe like they'll drop it on a, like during the Xbox conference. <laughs> it's still the thunder, like right after the Xbox conference released a, to put a, a release date so people don't talk about the conference. Anywho, we'll see how we how we fared this year. Uh, next week, Will sir. We finally get a Superman game. No, <laughs> we talked about that. Superman's so gonna long. be in the Suicide Squad game as a bad guy yeah, or a bad guy, the... right? Right, right. It's... I don't. That's the I don't... best they can do, dude. I love the Arkham games, even Arkham Knights with all all its you know thingies. I love that game. I have zero interest for that Suicide Squad game. Zero. Wow, really. I'm really? more in, I'm more interested Arkham in Gotham Knights stuff. Yeah, the Gore, yeah. the the Gotham Knights one, that one. Yeah. That one it's yeah. more interesting to me. But but the Suicide Squad, not really? I don't mm-hmm. know. None, none. So we'll see. Maybe I'll change my mind after this week. So Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm for me I'm equally like as excited for both of those. I'm more excited yeah. for that game than I am the movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. Okay. <laughs> I see, I see where you're going. Joe, it's our predictions. That's what we got. Let's uh, I'll eat crow next week if Xbox, if if uh, Halo doesn't get delayed. Uh, but <laughs> they've only accelerated. Just, it comes out the same day. <laughs> comes. It's, like, it's available <laughs> during today, the show. Like, during, yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obed falls out of his chair. <laughs> Like, why? Yep. Um, so what we got, sir, if you want to go ahead and plug us in. Yep. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for sticking with us. We encourage you to stay subscribed to our show. Make sure that you're subscribed on podcast platforms and your podcast platform of choice. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music. Find us, follow us, stay subscribed. Also subscribe to our video version on our YouTube channel. Share those videos, share those episodes with your friends and family. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also send an email to us if you have any questions, comments, feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Please send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Again, thank you all very much, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.